All right, we are going old school with this episode as we discuss Concrete Girl from Switchfoot's very first record that came out way back in 1997. My guest this week is fellow Switchfoot fan, Amanda Latimer. Amanda, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Let's get right to some rapid fire Switchfoot fandom questions. Uh, Answer some of these for me. Like, how long have you been a fan? How many shows maybe have you been to? And what's your favorite Switchfoot album? All right. Um, I've been a fan since 03, since the, the beautiful letdown uh, was the first album I remember ever hearing. I don't know how many shows I've been to. It's, That's good. <laughs> it, as a, I, when I was finding my story today for you, uh, I found a picture from 2012 that said it was the 21st concert that I went to um, back in 2012. So I don't know how many it's been since then. Wow. Um, anytime, yeah, anytime they're in, in, in Texas, we go, we try to go kind of see them anytime we can at this point. So, uh, I will, the beautiful letdown always kind of has a special place for me. It was the first album of theirs that I like, it was the first album I ever heard that I just fell in love with the music of it. Like, I didn't know what they looked like. I didn't know who they were. I just loved the music. So that, I think that one's probably will always hold a special place in my heart. Very cool. I'm right there with you on that. Uh, same time frame for me. And uh, yeah, I've, I've probably been a- around a similar number of shows. Um, so it's really cool to, to meet other Switch fans. And you sent me a message a while back. I think it was a couple months ago about the podcast and it immediately caught my attention because you know, from bands, like their stories, or you see comments online from fans talking about how, you know, like a song changed their life or, you know, a song helped me through hard times. Um, but today we get this opportunity on this podcast to, you know, talk about a real life example. Um, you know, when you messaged me, you said the song Concrete Girl saved your life. So let's yep. start there. What's the story behind this Switchfoot song for you? So I, I like I wrote a blog about it at, back in 2013, and I honestly haven't really looked at it since. Um, and I honestly haven't talked about it really since. So it might be a little emotional for me just because it has been a long time. But um, basically, um, I was it was my junior year of high school. So it was 2006. Um, my sister went off to college. She's my best friend. I didn't know life without her. Uh, is my first time being what I felt like was alone without her. And to top that off, we had some different, uh, we had some leadership changes in our church and it kind of left, left me feeling unwanted and alone. So it just kind of all kind of built from there. Uh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the day I kind of started feeling sad. I didn't know what depression really was, was actually September 11th. And I thought it was just kind of like the weight of that day, you know, as I remember 9-11, I was in sixth grade. So I thought it was just maybe that. And then it just kind of, I kept waking up sad. Um, and it just never went away. And it's just kind of, uh, 
started spiraling out of control. And I kind of, uh, you know, I couldn't stop the feelings. And I started kind of trying to cope uh, with some, you know, self-injury, unfortunately. And all of that kind of eventually turned into thoughts of suicide. Um, And I remember one night I was just laying on my floor in my room. And Concrete Girl came on shuffle on my iPod. And it just stopped me in all of my thoughts. The, the lyrics, concrete girl, don't fall down in this broken world around you. Don't fall down, my concrete girl. It just kind of stopped my thoughts. And, uh, you know, for me, as a, as a believer in Jesus, I, I fully believe that that was him being like trying to, trying to get my attention. Um, so I started the song over and I just kind of soaked in the words and I, uh, decided that was not the night that I was going to end everything that I would, I would go for another day. And, uh, I made it to the next day and I listened to the song again and I wrote the lyrics don't fall down on my hand. So every time I felt hopeless when I was at school, I could look down and I could take a breath and I could keep going. And I just, kept doing that I kept writing it on my hand and listening to the song and it would just keep me going through the day um and then just eventually just became listening to any kind of switchfoot song was very encouraging to me I was like okay I can do it I can do it um and then it was 06 so that was around uh the time that Trey Love came out Trey Love on her arms came out (laughs) uh and I remember seeing John wear that shirt and him post that story and I read it and I I felt like I could understand Renee in her you know depression and all of those kind of thoughts and so I started writing don't fall down on one hand and writing love on the other and just listening to Switchfoot reading the Detroit love story over and over and over again and that's what got me through pretty much my junior year of high school um it's just that. And I started to kind of climb out of that. And by the time I was going into my senior year, I was like, I could see the light, you know, and I know, I know my family knows, my best friend knows that I probably would not be alive today if it wasn't for that song and that night and it coming on oh. uh, shuffle. So like that song means the world to me and my family Hmm. man that's that's amazing i'm it's again like sometimes you you hear stuff like that and you read it but like to actually talk with someone with mind-blowing um we are so glad that you are here that you push through that you know god used that and i mean that's just amazing i'm sure that you know switchfoot i'm sure they never get tired of just hearing how incredible it is like the impact like music is such a gift has such power and you know it's just i'm just thankful that you're here to uh you know share that with us and if you would um any portion that you want um from the blog from way back in in 2013 um small part you feel like you want to read to us okay yeah i kind of summed it up but i can kind of read more of the I didn't realize how triggering it could be for people that were dealing with kind of this issue. So I tried to clean it up just to be more kind of 
thoughtful of people that might be listening to this. So it just says, my sister is my best friend. And when she went off to college, I missed her a lot. She wasn't there when I came home from school. I went see her in the halls at school. And I won't be able to knock on my bedroom wall and tell her when I needed her. For the first time in my life, I was alone. Or I felt like I was alone. To add to my sister leaving there were some leadership changes in my youth ministry going on at the time that did not go smoothly. They changed the changes left me feeling angry and unwanted. I started feeling sad in September and it just kept going and going and going to the point where I felt like I couldn't cope and I started to use self-injury to help me with my feelings. Eventually that self-injury and that depression turned into thoughts of suicide. And I got to the point where I was afraid to walk by the medicine cabinet and I took sharp objects out of my room. One night I was laying on the floor in my room, desperately looking for a feeling of anything else. When a song stopped me in my tracks, over the speakers came the song Concrete Girl by Switchfoot. The lyrics rang out of the speakers like the most beautiful sound ever made on earth. I started the song over and let the words soak in, and I played it over and over again and decided that wasn't the night to end it all and that I could make it another day. And I did. I made it another day. So I kept writing the words don't fall down on my hand and every single time I felt like giving up I would look down at my hand and I would take a breath and I would keep going and the song would get me through every single day in March of 2006 Switchfoot was playing a show in Orlando and that night John put on the to write love on her arms shirt and like everyone else who saw the picture, I thought it was just some new band, but it wasn't. A few days after the show, Switchfoot posted on their MySpace about what, the, about what the shirt was. All the post said was that their friend Jamie had written a story and that everyone should go read it. And so I did. And I felt for the first time like someone understood me. Like I wasn't alone in this fight. So I printed off the story and I put it in a folder to carry around at school. And I wrote, don't fall down on one hand and love on the other. When it all got to be too much, I would look at my hand and then my, at my other hand. And I would listen to Concrete Girl and I would read the story. And I would remember that I wasn't alone. I would recite the lyrics and certain lines from the story in my head over and over. And as the days went on and I would write on my hand and listen to the song, it got easier. Getting up got easier as going to school and coming home. I started to climb out of my darkness on the first day of my senior year. I was completely out of it. I made it through. It wasn't easy and it wasn't fun, but I did it with the help of Switchfoot 
to it, love in her arms, and my best friend. All who I feel like have never given up on me. That's pretty much the <laughs> the summary. <laughs> That's amazing. I really, really appreciate you sharing that. And I got to ask, have you, like, since then, or is it something you continue to do? Do you write at all? Because that, that was awesome. Um, I, I do. I, it's, it's something that I feel like I can do. Um, I haven't done it in a while. I have some kind of writing things that I've thought about doing. I just have to open up my computer and start typing. Um, but I do love to write. Well, that is awesome. Again, I appreciate it. And it's such a gift, you know, and I think I'm thankful for opportunities like this as well, just to, you know, have more people be able to hear that story and, and the power behind it. Um, it's going to be awesome. So, um, you know, as I often do on this show, I go back and pull up some quotes from John or the guys and, you know, some interviews or things like that. And I actually found, I think, three pretty interesting ones. Um, that I think even, you know, some of the longtime Switchfoot fans may may not know. I'm sure there's some diehards that will know, but you know, <laughs> even some of this stuff for me, I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know kind of the, the connection there. But one of the first things that John wrote was uh, a dear friend of mine um, who stood upon the brink of a world of doubt, exhausted and dejected, with doubts and fears swimming around in her head. She had learned to fake her smile and go on with life. One night we got to talking at the top of the concrete world on the building roof of our college at UCSD. Talking about our hopes and fears. And I prayed that she wouldn't stop thinking and that she wouldn't fall down. And she hasn't. Oh, wow. That gave me chills. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that quote. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, similar to you, like Beautiful Let Down is my first taste. And then I go back and listen to the old, older stuff. And, and I'm you know connecting with different songs at different times. And kind of know the backstory to some of them, but I did not know that this was about, you know, somebody that he knew um, from his college that he would later drop out of and, and joke about all the time. But, yeah. you know, knowing that um, a bit of a sequel, a quote from me that I found uh, a while back on Land of Broken Hearts site when it was still going, it was mm -hmm. talking about the song Amy's song which was the next album. Yeah. And it's got a connection because um, it says, now Amy is a fictional character who represents the heroes in my life. She's one of the rebels of our time, a girl who worships God with all that she is. In spite of gray skies, she is someone who truly burns to live and inspires these flames and everyone she meets. She throws all that she is into being real in a barcode plastic world. And here's the cool part. He says, I wanted her to be the antithesis of the concrete girl from our last album. Someone who has found the answers to her most troubling questions in Christ. For he is a dangerous fire that burns in the face of the frozen landscape. Oh, wow. That's that, amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to think differently about both of those songs from now on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially for me, but for um, Amy's song, I didn't yeah. realize that they were, he had wrote them as a connection. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And of course, the, you know, the one's got this like, the real life person, and then this one is a fictional, but kind of representing 
her and, and that story and and you know he does it a lot in his music even like mm-hmm. meant to live humbling his confidence is kind of like in dare you to move is like personal um and then he'll write you know or like even uh solo stuff like caroline was about you know someone that he wondered re- really where she was and you know those kind of connections and then sometimes it's the more it was just in my mind to write about you know a fictional person but pretty wild the connections they have way back when back in 97 and 99 I think it was yeah that's amazing it's you know I've I feel I listened to the beautiful letdown and I just haven't stopped since Mm -hmm. (laughs) since 2003 and you know every time they come out with new music I I feel like I learned something new about the world through the lyrics absolutely and then the last one I found when they were doing the throwback series which they did a, a couple songs and they did some fun stuff with it um but they put this on their website kind of just about like you know legend of chin and, and that time frame uh they said 20 plus years later i'm even more aware than ever that life is short that i want to make the most of it yes this concrete jungle that felt so cold to me as a college kid has only grown darker and yet my understanding of beauty and hope and grace has grown even more. I'm still searching for words to say and a melody along. So that was cool too. How he yeah just ties in different words like concrete jungle, concrete girl and all that stuff. So um, pretty cool. What, what a great band to follow. Really? Yeah. And they're like, they're not only great musicians with great music, they're just genuinely great people. So it makes it even easier to want to continue to be their fan. For sure. Lyrically, you mentioned a few. I think we, you and I probably have the favorite, like the same favorite lyrics because. Um, but I've got, you know, I was pulling up like a lot of their lyrics and I think there's really a big block of this song. Um, starting with the concrete girl, don't fall down in this Mm -hmm. broken world around you. Concrete girl, don't fall down. Um, Don't stop thinking. Don't stop feeling one step away from where we were and one step back to nothing. And we're standing on top of hopes and fears and we're fighting for words now. So I know that's, that's probably like half the song, but that's like, that's my favorite. block. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the don't stop thinking the don't the just all the don't stop so, you know it's like okay i won't stop i won't stop i'll keep going mm-hmm. so cool well what have you you know anything come to your mind this may be a tricky question i didn't you know tell you know prep you in advance but <laughs> anything else like in your life you feel like these guys have taught you or that music has made you feel or learn or just like um or i guess one direction you could also go into is like um is there a more um recent song that's from their first album is there one that's maybe uh has really meant a lot to you as well um oh gosh i feel like i i a lot of my beliefs in the world and in god and things have been formed by switchfoot songs and just listening to just john and interviews and things um I know it's not often terribing, but I won't let you go. Yeah. Uh, that song uh, kind of in like new seasons of kind of uh, 
depression or anxiety, that song has really helped me mm-hmm. um, as an as an adult. Uh, it's hard to just like pick out like certain ones. I've yeah. always said that 24 was my favorite song. Um, I hear it and I can like feel the stress and weight like leaving my body. I can feel my my shoulders like relax and everything. So I know like when I get really stressed, I'll put that song on and I'll just be like, okay, hmm. I can do it <laughs> type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I, those two... I mentioned um, when we had the Won't Let You Go uh, podcast that that's probably the most emotional, you know, I don't, I don't tear up very often or, you know, show many emotions, but like almost every time when they do that one live, when it gets to the Mm -hmm. bridge, I'm just like bawling like a baby and just like so impacted um, by those words of truth. Um, I heard John talking about how he wrote Splinter after having a panic attack for the first time during 2020. Hmm. And I went back and like listened to that song after he said that. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Hmm. And so that song, because I have had those before, um, to hear kind of how it feels to go through that, put into words in a song, I was like, I've never felt so understood in a three minute time frame. Yeah. Um, so that one off of Interbing, I think, is my favorite. Very cool. Definitely a good one. I cannot wait to see what they're cooking up next. And I know, you know, Keith kind of teased some uh some more solo stuff. Hard to tell just because like, you know, they're like always in the studio, they're always working and writing. So <laughs> I know, like, I you know never know. <laughs> I don't know if that means something soon or if Solo, then switch foot, switch foot, then solo, fiction family. Who knows right. what's coming? But uh, like, are you in the studio to make an album? Or are you just in the studio to yeah. get all the creative juices <laughs> flowing? <laughs> but whatever it is, I can't wait just because, as you said, uh, just I mean, I, how many aspects of life? I mean, I'm, I'm a youth minister myself, and I can't tell you how many times I have it, but I'm like, Oh, yeah, it's like that John Foreman quote or like, mm-hmm. oh, that switch for lyric or, you know, one of my heroes, John Foreman said this or but we get it. You like John Foreman. <laughs> but I was a I led a small group for high school girls um, and I did that all the time. I was like, here's a new switch foot to go with this. Here's a new switch foot song. Here's a John Foreman song. I would do it all the time. <laughs> Great minds think alike. And uh, <laughs> I actually did a full series for uh, Sunday morning on the uh, 25 and 24. And oh, that's cool. Just because it was like, like, hey, let's talk about the aspect of following your dreams, doing what God calls you to do. Um, obviously, I had some amazing quotes in there. And yeah. so it was just uh, it's like, yeah, let's let's get after it. Let's, you know, let's uh, not sit on the sidelines. And, and I thought it was a lot of fun. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I I always, when I w- was doing that and leading, I always used songs as, yep. you know, points and to, you know, emphasize different things and stories from the Bible that we would be talking about. Mm-hmm. 
Well, awesome. I, I've really enjoyed this chat. I really hope this podcast gets out there and people can hear. Um, so thankful and grateful um, for, you know, the strength and courage to talk about anything from, from your life and what it, you know, is meant and, you know, the change that came about um, Switchfoot as, you know, the vehicle of music and the power of, of those guys and their fan base and all of that is just incredible. So on and I uh, look forward to the world hearing it and catch a Switchfoot show and, uh, you know, be able to talk in the future about new music. Absolutely. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my story.
Thank you.